Welcome in to the Monday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast for September 12th. My brother's birthday. Happy birthday, brother. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a look at the sky today. That was it. <laughs> we just did. As you're waking up this morning, the moon is in Aries. Everything else in the chart is basically the same. And fortunately, until at least Friday afternoon, we get a little breather of any major aspects. Can I hear a hallelujah from the upper deck? <laughs> I'm telling you, moon tomorrow will move into Taurus at 740 in the morning after about an almost seven-hour void, of course, where hopefully most of us will be asleep. Friday now, here's what's coming. Venus, now kind of grumpy in Virgo, will be squaring Mars in Gemini. Ooh. Also, the same day in the evening, Friday evening, the sun will be opposing Neptune. And then the last aspect of Friday is Venus trining the north node of the moon. The one I would have my eye on is the sun opposing Neptune. There's that connection with our spiritual self. Are we struggling with some things in our life that we need to let go of? You know, I've been really working on that the last few days in my own life, re-squaring up, re-plumbing, and that is alignment kind of plumbing, <laughs> and making sure that I'm in the flow and on my path because I feel like over the last couple of weeks, it has been disruptive, and I have felt a little out of kilter. So I just have been working on, okay, where would it come from? Working my way back. And I've heard a lot of the same from you. Now, with the Queen's death last week, and by the way, if you didn't catch it, we've got some videos on the YouTube channel and TikTok about the Queen's death. Of course, we did the episode on Saturday here as well. So just some really fascinating astrology around that. Wow. Yesterday, we did the announcement about Stevie and her artwork that's now on the funastrology.com website. We answered a listener question yesterday, and I said that we were going to roll one forward to today. So that is it. And Donna, you are now up. Hi, Thomas. I hope you're doing well. I was wondering about your thoughts on combining intuition and astrology. Last week, you mentioned that the ancient ruler of Scorpio was Mars, and looking at it from that perspective makes it a fire sign. That really struck a chord with me. I'm a Leo with Scorpio rising, and my moon is in Libra. It never made sense to me when someone would tell me that combination made me water dominant as that just doesn't fit who I am. But hearing that Scorpio could be looked at as a fire sign, well, that explained a lot. I wondered what your thoughts were on what to do if an interpretation just doesn't ring true for you. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank you, Donna, and great hearing from you. Thanks for the question. And I don't want to overlook her very first question because that's what really caught my ear. What about intuition and astrology? You know, I have come to realize, first of all, through astrology, my own connection with intuition, which I didn't think I had. But when you have the sun and Neptune parked on top of each other, you have intuition. Just has to be drawn out, has to be developed. All of our intuitions do, but they have to be developed according to who we are. And then when I started reading astrology charts, intuition just pours through the chart. So for me in astrology, I see just this wide and deep depth and breadth of interpretive possibilities. For example, how does Vedic astrology, based on the sidereal system and Western based on the time of year, how do they both work so well? How can you slice the circle differently and they both work or they all work? 
This is where I think the intuition is such a valuable asset. So what I've done is I've looked at it from all kinds of different perspectives and then come back to the slot or the rule, kind of the safe home base that works best for you. In my case, I'm very comfortable with a blend of Steve Forrest's style of evolutionary astrology with Robert Glasscock's (laughs) unnamed style of astrology. It's just pure Glasscock. So that's what I'm comfortable with. But you are absolutely right. The ancient ruler of Scorpio, before we ever knew there was a Pluto, which was until 1930, not even 100 years ago, Mars was the ruler. And a lot of people think that co-rulership, especially with Scorpio, deserves equal balance. And there is a sect out there that kind of says, no, no, Scorpio is a fire sign. It's out there. Absolutely. And I've felt exactly the same because I'm a six degree sun, Mars, hello, and Neptune in Scorpio, all at six degrees. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a freak of nature. Most astrologers don't actually pick up on that, but I told you I got a reading from Robert Hand, which I still owe you a report on, and I will. He picked up on it. He absolutely picked up on it, and he empathized with my path. Yes, Scorpio is water, and yes, Scorpio is fire. So what you do when you feel something into the chart is you go digging into it. And don't forget about decanates. A third, a third, and a third. Robert and I did a special Old Soul, New Soul on decanates. Go listen to that for a full explanation. But yes, I really like that you didn't just sit with a chart that didn't fit you. You kept looking, kept digging, and yes, there was an additional answer. That's what I've learned from Robert is when there's something doesn't fit, keep looking. You can always go deeper and follow that intuition. Absolutely. It's one of the best intuitive vehicles I've ever found. Great question. Thank you so much. And if you have a question, just go to the funastrology.com website. And up at the upper left is the orange button. Click it. And we've got room this week to take on probably one or two more. All right. Thank you so much. We'll see you back tomorrow. Tomorrow.